Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Between Your Ears. I'm your host, Peg Cleland. I'm a life and mindset coach and a human design specialist. And today's episode is going to be a short one, and it's a bit more of a pep talk, perhaps. Uh, and I don't have many things written down. I just, it's something I wanted to talk about, and I'm just going to get on here and not rant, but say a few things that I think could be really impactful. And it actually is all revolving around one question, one life-changing question that I want you to take away from today's session. And that question is, what are you making it mean? This is a question that I ask myself all the time. And when I'm coaching clients, I encourage them to use this question. And I'm encouraging you to write it down somewhere, keep it in your toolkit and use it all the time. What are you making it mean? So this is all around thoughts. You know, you've heard things like what you think about, you bring about. Thoughts become things. And, And these are all things we talk about with manifestation because that's what manifestation is. It's making your thoughts real. And if you want more about that, join Manifestation Camp because you still can. But what are you making it mean? The other quote I love is, there is no good or bad but thinking makes it so. And if we can all just remember that, there is no good or bad, there is no happy or sad, there is no either of the dualities in any situation, there's neither side to the story, but thinking makes it so. Therefore, the question, what are you making it mean, changes everything in your life. Two people could have the same exact circumstance happened to them. They could read the same exact quote. They could listen to the same exact podcast, see the same movie, and have two completely different perspectives on it. They could create two completely different meanings from the sentence that they read, the email that they got. It, because our thoughts, we create the meaning. And I love this quote too. It's kind of depressing, but life is meaningless. It's actually, I think life is empty and meaningless, but it's true. Life is meaningless until we give it meaning. And that's an amazing thing that we have the capability to apply meaning to things. That's a wonderful thing. However, it's something we still need to monitor because so much of our mindset is, there should be a different word for it because we need to be in charge of setting our mind because our mind can be like a I think I did a post once about this, kind of like a, a kid running with scissors. <laughs> you know, our mind is, is like, it, it can be out of control and we don't even realize it because a lot of that is the subconscious stuff. And I've talked about this before, but our subconscious programming and our subconscious negativity bias, human nature is to go to the negative first. So when you read something, your immediate reaction about somebody's comment or a message you got, a text you might immediately jump to a negative meaning because that's just human nature. But that's why it's even more important to catch yourself. And instead of letting your subconscious mind run the show, that wild, crazy toddler inside your brain, we need to be setting the controls on our mind and consciously choosing how we're going to interpret things. So when I do coaching, and this is a coaching model, a circumstance happens to you. It is a circumstance. It is a fact. It is neutral. And that's important. It's neutral. That's why I said the same circumstance can happen to two people, but they could perceive it differently, see it through a different lens, create a completely different meaning about it. But the circumstance itself was the same. 
It was neutral. This happened. I've used the example before. Um, Nobody liked your post. That's a circumstance. You create the meaning, what that means. If, If you got no likes on a post. The simple fact is that post got no double clicks, no likes on it. What you make it mean from there is really up to you. So the circumstance is neutral. You create the thought or the meaning that goes between your ears. And that is really just your version, your story. And it's affected by your past beliefs, your limiting beliefs, your subconscious beliefs. I've said this before, all the stuff that's up in your mind that gets in the way, that clouds your vision, that changes your filter, you create a story about that circumstance that's in your mind. But your mind affects your perception of it, which that those thoughts create your feelings and your emotions. And the problem with that, and we're not going to go deep into, you know, manifestation, things like that, or getting rid of limiting beliefs and trauma. But the thing is that those, the meaning that you've given different events in your life or different circumstances, it does attach itself to emotions and feelings and those live in our body. And those are kind of harder to get at. That's why some people do need, you know, if, if you have extreme things that have happened, you need to, to get a, um, a therapist to talk through some trauma because it's living in your body. It's the emotions. And I'm trying to remember the quote from Dr. Joe Dispenza. You need to feel like louder than your thoughts. I'll butcher the quote. That's, but basically that's it. Uh, so our feelings are what get trapped here after we've given a story the meaning. And that's, you know, it's in your body. So that's where people do somatic work to get things out, nervous system regulation, to get the emotions that we've got trapped in there from the meaning that we gave to a circumstance that was originally, it's neutral. So what I want to encourage you today in this short episode that I'll try not to make too long, but to catch yourself. Awareness. Yes, it's my favorite word, but catch yourself and observe your thoughts. So be the observer of your thoughts and be in charge. What are you making it mean? Because consciously, if you can catch yourself, then you can consciously decide what you are making it mean, what you want it to mean. You can choose. And we all have the power of choice. And Again, I don't want to say positive tox, no, sorry, toxic positivity. That's not what this is. But if it's not serving you to have that terrible negative thought meaning that you're giving it and then the feelings that are terrible and negative, then it's, it's worth catching yourself and choosing a better story. Choose a better perspective or choose to learn from it instead of just giving it a meaning that creates bad energy in you, bad feelings, bad emotions. Make up a better story. Choose again. Consciously. Take your power back to change the situation instead of letting your subconscious mind run the show. So really ask yourself, what are you making it mean? And I encourage you, this is a question you should ask yourself all the time. Well, what am I making that mean when you read something? Oh, what did I make that mean when so-and-so... And and it's the things that don't happen too. If somebody (laughs) walks by you and doesn't acknowledge you, at the grocery store. What are you making that mean? Well, what it could mean is that person's very nearsighted and they didn't wear their glasses. They didn't even see you. They're not being rude. But we make up stories all the time. And 
When I say that, it makes me think, and I've said this before, the movie Date Night with Steve Carell and Tina Fey, where they go into restaurants and they make up stories about the people around them that are just funny. Stories, you know, oh, I bet you that couple's here doing this and that's why they're here and this is their backstory. But you can do that. You can choose to make up a better story, one that will at least serve you, that will keep your emotions positive instead of bringing you down. Have some fun with it if it, if it helps. But what are you making it mean? Catch yourself all the time um, because it, it's a life-changing question. It truly is. I was just rereading a book too that um, I've read before, and you might have read it yourself, called The Four Agreements. And uh, it's by Don Miguel Ruiz, Ruiz. I can never remember how to pronounce his name. But the second agreement is don't take anything personally. And that kind of goes along with this because oftentimes we can, what we're making something mean is we're also making it mean something about us. What are you making it mean about you? Because sometimes it has nothing to do with you. You know, somebody's not seeing you in the grocery store, not smiling at you when you smiled at them or you waved and they didn't wave back. You're making it about you and you don't know the whole story. Like if you really want to know, find them in the next aisle, stop them and say, hey, Susan, I, did, you, did you see me? And if she says, I'm never talking to you again, well, then you know that's the true story. But if she said, oh, I didn't even see you, no, sorry, I didn't wear my glasses, then you know the truth. Because that's the other thing is we assume a lot of stuff. We, yeah, we make assumptions about what people are thinking, saying, doing, communication. I did a session on this not long ago, an episode, because our communication skills suck sometimes. So at least keep the communication skills with yourself happening what are you making it mean and don't take it personally not everything is about you and if it's bringing you down make up a better story if you think it's about you but don't take anything personally because quite often I mean the 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 thing to remember is it's it's not about you but it might be their issue you may not have any issues they might have some issues that's on them that's okay it's not for you to worry about so that's it that's my big message today that is your question and question everything. Catch yourself and then observe your thoughts. Why did I think that? What am I making it mean? Get, get curious. Well, what if it meant that? Well, maybe I should think this. And if you can't do it on your own, you know, find a, a good friend. And I mean, that's what a therapist or a coach does is if you can't get to that, um, the source of what you're making it mean on your own or seeing it from a different perspective or through a different lens, like, Talk to somebody about it, especially if these are bigger issues. But I think even for the small issues in our daily lives, what are you making it mean? I hope this resonates, and I would love to hear from you uh, if it does and <laughs> how it's going to change your life. Um, because it's funny, I was thinking also about a friend of mine who had one question that she would ask herself if she was on a fitness journey, and she would... <laughs> She sent me a message one time. At the end of it, she put WWPD. And then I asked her, I said, what does that mean? And she said, what would Peg do? Because she looked to me as a fitness uh, guru, I guess. And she always asked herself, you know, what would Peg do? You know, maybe if she was going to skip a workout or if she was going to do weights or do something else, what would Peg do? That was her one filtering question for her, the start of her fitness journey. So this, I want this to be your filtering question. Um, and how could we abbreviate it? What are you making it mean? That's a lot of letters. Uh, W-A-Y-M-I-M. Waymim. What are you making it mean? But ask yourself all the time because it'll be eye-opening too. And I would love to hear, as I said, I would love to hear if you start using that and, and how it affects your perception. 
of the circumstances or situations in your life that perhaps don't always mean what you're making them mean. All right, I'm going to stop there. Uh, Thanks for having a listen in. And as always, would love you to share the podcast. And I know some of you do on your your stories. And I I do love that. And when you tag me, it it means a lot. And if you're ever uh, wanting to leave a review, I know the reviews go out the beginning of the podcast. You get a few uh, when you just launch. But I would love to continue to read what you're thinking of the podcast and what you're getting out of it. So pop me a message even if you want. That would be uh, appreciated too. So take care of the space between your ears. And I'll see you again next week. Oh, and one more thing. Uh, If you haven't already signed up for Manifestation Camp, but you are interested, I postponed it by a week because of my holidays and some things going on in my life. Um, Sorry. (laughs) But I decided it would be better to start on August the 8th. So we still have a week to sign up. When this comes out on August the 1st, you'll still have a week if you would like to join us. Uh, It is all about manifestation, which is a lot of the stuff we've talked about today. Really getting your mindset squared away. Uh, energetics. We're going to talk about human design as well because that's a little bit about your energy levels and a positive vibe. It will be fun. There will be some fun activities because play it really helps us learn, I think. And also play and positivity raises your energetic vibration and it makes you more magnetic. And that's how manifestation works. Positive energy um, so we'll set some intentions. We will be doing some goal setting and you can come to the, the camp it's virtual, it's online, but with whatever intentions you want. This is your time. Uh, so it could be personal, it could be relationships, could be business goals, whatever it is. But we're going to learn the process of manifestation, all the things that are needed, and we're going to go through it in a practical way together to support one another through the camp process uh, with some online coaching as well. I'll be doing some live uh, campfire coaching sessions. So reach out if you have any questions. Otherwise, there is a link in my bio where you can read up more on the program, and I would love to see you there. So, okay, now I'm officially going to say goodbye for the second time. I'll catch you next week.